Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Respected listeners, welcome back to Radio Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM I'm your host Muhammad Sheikh And we bring you the second edition of Qurra'ul Qur'an Reciters of Qur'an Highlighting Hufaz Qurra That have learned, memorized the holy book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And that are making a difference to society by means of propagating it and subhanallah respected listeners uh, we have an, no better way to begin this evening's show inshallah because we have a guest with us in studio and I always get excited when we have guests in studio uh, because the communication, the 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 level of uh, you know participation is much much more meaningful subhanallah so we have with us Qadi Salim, pick Qadi Salim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah to yourself. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Qadi Muhammad, how are you? Alhamdulillah. Uh, inshallah, could you just maybe sit nearer to the mic? Perfect. There we go. Alhamdulillah. So we say Jazakallah to you for taking the time out, inshallah, and uh, you know, being part of our evening program. Jazakallah for having me and uh, Assalamu alaikum to all the respected listeners as well. There we have it, respected listeners. Uh, Qadi Salim Pak. Perhaps inshallah you could walk us through your journey growing up. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala Rasulillah. Alhamdulillah. All praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Choices, peace and blessings upon his beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As Allah Ta'ala puts it in the Quran, we always we thank our parents first after Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and His beloved Rasul because uh, we would definitely not be where we are were it not for our parents. And um, Alhamdulillah, this journey started exactly there with the parents. And um, I've, I've actually asked this question, Brother Muhammad, a number of times, and that's the only story that I get. So, you know, it's the only one that I can believe. Yes. But um, according to my parents, we went on a road trip and I was probably about three to four years old. Okay. And... Um, there was a certain CD that was playing with the, the District 6 Lichis on. Mm. And by the time that we came home, so I knew all the, the songs that were on this particular soundtrack. Yes. So my father told himself, if this kid can memorize all these things, then why can't we let him learn and memorize the Quran? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. And from, from that time, you know, my father, Alhamdulillah, Allah, protect him. He's, uh, he's been the greatest support and the greatest teacher that there was for me in this particular uh, regard. Okay. Um, first teaching me how to recite the Quran by himself Naham. and thereafter taking me to certain capable teachers, alhamdulillah. Um, from probably about the age of six six or seven years old, uh, I've been going to certain teachers to recite the Quran, alhamdulillah. Um, and then the bulk of my hifz I done under the tutelage of uh, Sheikh Muhammad Yusuf Bully. Rahimahullah. MashaAllah. Um, yes, alhamdulillah. Mm. Is there any memories that you can recall from your uh, journey of studying or memorizing Quran? Uh, many of our listeners may not be 
totally aware of certain challenges which mm. a hafiz goes through on mm. this journey yeah um, yeah alhamdulillah you know uh, being a kid and i had uh, two older sisters mm-hmm. so uh, one thing I, i can remember very vividly and um, this also again being through the the training and the encouragement of my father naam but uh, sheikh yusuf bulli rahimahullah his system was that uh, we would have very minimal holidays okay. uh, in terms of alhif i think we were allocated something like four to six weeks for the year and mm-hmm. you would spread that over the year around a time and the end of the year and so forth and so on because uh, you know his way was that a student needs to get as little holiday as possible yes. especially while they are doing their their hifz studies right um and it would be the usual school holidays as such and my sisters and would be on holiday but i would have to go to madrasa uh in the morning and then be on break for like half of the day okay so um what i remember was that there were some days that uh, my mother would take my sisters out and they would go on an outing and my father would be at home working no. and then his encouragement would be no come sit here by me and recite your lesson and then while my father would be busy doing his is a, a carpenter okay and, and that's would work so uh, while he would be busy doing the work his instruction would be recite so that i can listen to you reciting mm-hmm. and i would have to recite over the sound of his working and over the sound of his knocking the nails and using whatever machines and so forth because you know he wanted to hear me uh, reciting quran no. i could never understand you know why can my sisters go when i have to stay here and learn my lesson and so on um yeah it was it was it seemed tough at the time right uh, another thing is that shirusubuli um, again back to his to his uh, system of learning and so on um if you weren't up to scratch in terms of your performance if you weren't learning your work if you were lagging behind if he could see that you were lazy he would motivate and a certain way of the motivation was uh detention okay holidays weekends if you don't want to learn at home then you can spend your time here at the madrasa which was at his house and you would be under constant supervision and now is your time to learn right um you know so yes we spent many a friday afternoon when all the other kids have gone that have learned their lessons mm. that have left you need to stay behind because you didn't learn your lesson for that day right. or you haven't performed for the week etc etc so um alhamdulillah allah taala granted that we we came through all of these uh, seemingly tough challenges at the time of not having a weekend and not having holidays right. but allah subhanahu wa taala gave uh, so much back in return and that is um alhamdulillah a a a, a certain involvement with the quran and Naam. that uh, that ability that allah taala gives us to be able to serve the quran alhamdulillah alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. wow um, was did you have any fond memories with uh, marhum sheikh yusuf bully rahimahullah apart from being in detention um <laughs> anything else that you know you'd carry with you for a very long time most definitely alhamdulillah most definitely um i i, I became a student at uh, sheikh yusuf bully quite in in the latter part of his life okay um so and i was quite one of the youngest students at the time I completed my hifz with him until about the age of 12 alhamdulillah alhamdulillah so um mm. you know frequenting his house and so on Uh, we would be in by the back door and through the kitchen until you get to the 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 Quran room and here the kids would recite throughout the day and we would you know uh, assist him in 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 listening to the off the part-time students that would come in the afternoon um subhanallah there were many days that Sheikh Yusuf Bully took us with him to recite at uh, certain khatams the Sunday khatams that would happen at the various masajid yes. he would select of the students to go and to accompany him subhanallah um we started uh, salatul tarawih uh-huh. it was uh, the practice of sheikh yusuf bully at that time that uh, he would be he was in charge of the the tarawih at the victoria road masjid in grassy park okay and uh, him, himself and of his students would uh, recite there and you know it was the it was the aim of the students to be 
one that alhamdulillah was able to recite his quran in such a manner and he knew his backlists in such a manner that it would cause that that sheikh yusuf Bully would pick him and choose him to say you know you recite you're standing with us this year you're reciting with us that year so um alhamdulillah he, he, uh, on one of those years or two of those years actually you know he chose me to to uh, recite with him uh, in the Talawih salah so uh, yes that was a, a great standout moment um subhanallah sheikh would always reward us in the class with certain you know, tidbits or whatever the case may be, okay. when you are up to scratch and learning your lessons and, you know, when you know your lesson, no problem, you can go home early because you have performed, alhamdulillah. Yes. And if you didn't perform, simple, then you would have to stay and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, alhamdulillah, this particular system of ease really, really worked out. Uh, alhamdulillah. Myself, alhamdulillah. Mm, was there an element of uh, strict discipline, most, def- most definitely, most definitely. Mm. Um, as, we, as we know and we understand our... Uh, our older generation right. They tend to somehow have done things differently um, And we see how the world has developed So us as, as adults perhaps now We can't do the same thing uh, with our kids um, But us as adults looking back You know at the way that we were perhaps reared by our elders yes. uh, We can see a lot of the wisdoms in their ways um, So yes Alhamdulillah we, we, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward them greatly uh, Despite what we may view as uh, perhaps some of their shortcomings right. um, But they did it without a doubt With that love that they perhaps had for the Quran Or the love that they had for us as their children uh, Which of course they treated us as Those teachers they definitely treated us as their children You know you were in their house They fed you uh, and so forth and so on So um, yeah we, we make dua that Allah ta'ala grants them um, All the forgiveness and blessings Ameen. for what we might think is, you know, perhaps some shortcomings or things and boundaries that they have perhaps exceeded. Right. I mean, I mean, Ya Rab. Um, when we look at role models, uh, especially in the field of uh, Quranic recitation, memorizing, Many of us have certain likings or certain mm. uh, attractions to different Qurra perhaps or different uh, lecturers or different teachers. Do you perhaps have a few? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Alhamdulillah. Um, you know, there's, there's so many many personalities the world over that uh, when one can look at the, uh, in, when you look at in terms of Quran and Naam. Quranic involvement um, that have had a great impact on us. Um, so many of the Egyptian reciters that frequent our shows, Alhamdulillah, uh, sh- the likes of Sheikh Ahmad Naina, uh, Sheikh uh, Sheikh Indawi. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many, so many other uh, sheikhs. You know, you can't you can't uh, mention all of them. Naam. However, we know that all of them are unique. Alhamdulillah, in, the, in their own beautiful ways. If we look at some of our, our local mashaykh, uh, our Sheikh uh, Ismail Lant, Hafidhullah, Subhanallah, great inspiration to many a young student. And you know, we all try to take from him, and and we look at our teachers in terms of their connection to the Quran and how that. Quran comes through in the akhlaq, subhanallah. Allah One other Akbar. name that comes to mind is uh, Sheikh Abdul Rahman Sali. Hafidhullah is an elderly Sheikh. He's uh-huh. over the well over the age of 60 already. Yes. Alhamdulillah. But when you hear him recite Quran, you know, it's like he's like a young man Allah. with the amount of power and the amount of strength that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him to recite the Quran with. I actually mentioned to him one day that, you know, I make dua and I ask that Allah Ta'ala grants us that or perhaps the younger generation to be able to reach the age of our seniors Naam. and still be able to have that connection and the ability to recite the Quran in such beautiful manners. Ameen, ameen. Ya Rab, Allah Ameen. Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala keep us youthful Ameen. through the character of Quran Ameen. even when we are aging. Ameen, Ya Rab. Respected listeners, inshallah, we will break for an Isha and we'll continue with our discussion with Qari Salim Pek. When we come back, stay tuned with Qurra ul Quran. Rahman, Rahman. 
Rahman, Ya Rahman, the song Anashid by Sheikh Mashari Al Afasi. Oh Allah, our sustainer. Oh Allah, the most merciful. Rahman, Ya Rahman. Respected listeners, you are on Qur'a'ul Quran, the reciters of Quran. And subhanAllah, continuing our discussion this evening with Sheikh Salim Peck. Sorry, I made a mistake earlier by saying Sheikh Salim Peck. Actually, Sheikh Salim Peck. Sheikh, uh, forgive me for that, but we welcome you again, inshallah, on the journey of reciters of Quran. Uh, Subhanallah. I was just thinking to myself, uh, you know, in the nasheed that was playing by uh, of a little child maybe that was actually, uh, you know, enjoining from this beautiful nasheed. And it struck me um, how early should actually uh, we should uh, or our children should start learning the Quran. Subhanallah, Muhammad, it's a very, very pertinent question. Um, and the, the best answer is while they're still in the womb. Allah and Allah. from this, we can see the importance and the, the you know, the... The weight and the responsibility that lays with the parent. Naam. Because this journey with the Quran, subhanAllah, it is a it is one that no child knows of on their own. It is right. something that is instilled into that child by a parent that has that insight, that has that knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that knows regarding the importance of the Quran. Naam. If it were left up to us, uh, Brother Muhammad, we would probably only decide to come close to the Quran, you know, once we adults, once we can understand the Quran and so yes. on. But um you can look at it somewhat as a pair of shoes that our parents try to mold us into, you know, Naam. in terms of studying studying the Quran and, you know, revising and memorizing the Quran. Uh, why I say that is because, you know, on the journey with the Quran, it, it, it lasts forever. Yes. Once you finish memorizing the Quran, there's another step and there's another step and there's another step. And this one only, uh, you know, gets to if one starts at a very, very young age. Naam. So, um, yes, as, as best as is possible... Uh, as early as a child is able to pronounce things, they are able to decide Quran. If it is that the child is there in the in the presence, for example, of their mother or father that is just performing salah, no. it will become the habit of the child that they will immediately do the movements. Subhanallah. Okay? Or right. they will start saying the ends of the ayat of the verses. Subhanallah, I can see this, alhamdulillah, with my own children. Mm. You know, they, they recite the ends of the of the verses of Surah Fatiha, for example, Allah. because they hear you as the adult, uh, you know, reciting it. Right. So, um... It starts as early as possible and with the parents. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. That is the best thing. May Allah Ta'ala grant us to be of those kinds of parents. Ameen. Ameen. Raise our children by that example of having a connection to the Quran. Ameen. Ya Rabb. From the womb onwards, respected future mothers out there or current mothers. Subhanallah. Uh, You know. Reciting Quran even during pregnancy brings a soothing and calming effect. Subhanallah. And uh, Cape Town has a rich legacy of reciters of Quran, you know, um, from the time of uh, Subhanallah, his name doesn't come to mind, but uh, you know, the Sheikh um, who went to prison and wrote the entire Sheikh Yusuf, I think, Rahimahullah, reci- uh, wrote the entire Quran up to now. Lots of madaris uh, springing up, etc. How far has Cape Town come in the in perhaps the last 
10 years, 15, 20 years or so. Subhanallah, Muhammad, uh, our, our history of the Quran dates back to when the first Muslims landed on our shores. I mean, Sheikh Yusuf, uh, Rahimahullah, from Makassar, uh, Tuanguru, who is on, uh, on Robin Island, Island, was actually the one that, that wrote the Quran. Mm. Um, Subhanallah, and, and as Islam came here, this is what kept Islam alive. The, the scholars that came here with the idea of propagating Islam and through their hard work and efforts, Alhamdulillah, we have received what we have received of the deen. Um, I remember some time back, or actually when I was when I was learning, uh, and even before that as well, uh, our staff used to tell us, Sheikh Yusuf Ali used to always tell us that uh, Cape Town, subhanAllah, would be that place that would import, or that would export rather, Hufaz to go s- recite at, at other uh, provinces at other masajid for the during the month of Ramadan. No. The reason being, there were no hive schools in those particular localities. Right. Subhanallah. So this is, you know, uh, Cape Town's connection that it has to the Quran. Uh, we would students would be going from Cape Town to Joburg or to Durban or to wherever in Kimberley and so on to go recite Quran over there. So Quran has been learned and taught uh, for many many years in Cape Town. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Over the last fifteen to twenty years, um, there's been a, a boom. In terms of Islamic knowledge and Islamic learning, okay. so much so that we can find all sorts of classes, afternoon madrasa classes for the school-going kids. We can find uh, uh, morning time, uh, hiv, uh, full-time hiv schools. We can find short-term programs. We can find long-term programs, uh, night classes. In terms of learning and learning Islam as a as a whole, mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, Allah Taala really blessed us and given us a great amount of freedom in this particular regard. Subhanallah. Um, we know uh, one thing I know personally that uh, a few years back, not so, not all of the masajid or a lot less of the masajid used to recite a full Quran during the Taraweeh Salah. Mm. There were a number of reasons for this. Right. But of them were, of course, the fact that there weren't enough hufaf oh, mm. to recite um, a, a complete khatam of Quran. Yes. And now, alhamdulillah, so many more masajid have started doing this because yeah. uh, the, the hufaf are just, you know, there's, there's an ample amount of hufaf. Right. So, um, Alhamdulillah, we are really, really fortunate um, in terms of being Capetonian and, and having the environment. I mean, you know, uh, we're always having annual Qiraat programs. Gatesville no. has one every Ramadan, the last the last week of Ramadan. Yes. We know in Elsa's River, there's one the first week of Ramadan. Ramadan yes. uh, Habiba is having one coming up soon. No. So, Alhamdulillah, you know, Quran uh, has really been, uh, expo- uh, you know, uh, put out there and um, uh, everyone is exposed to, to Quran, Alhamdulillah. So many more reciters, very, very young, talented reciters, alhamdulillah, uh-huh. uh, you know, spending time reciting Quran and singing beautiful anashid in praise of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as good as, you know, alternative to the rest of things that youth are doing out there these Absolutely. days. Absolutely. So, uh, yes, it is our dua and our, our prayer that Allah Ta'ala keeps us in this particular um, connection in terms of our, you know, re- relation to the Quran. Ameen. And Allah Ta'ala grants that this spreads. You know, I mean. out of Cape Town, outside of Cape Town, through the rest of South Cape Town and South Africa and the rest of Africa and the world as well. I mean, yeah, I mean. Uh, one thing I find absolutely important uh, for any good um, effort or any good uh, program to continue is, uh, you know, um, people to take up the responsibility of continuation. Uh, in terms of our Cape Town, we have this boom currently. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep it that way. But what Amen. should we ensure as the community to make sure, um, uh, you know, these programs, these afternoon classes are kept running in the future, inshallah? Uh, I, w- I would take that back to the first revelation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had sent us. Mm-hmm. And we know 
that uh, particular time of the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam searching for that knowledge and searching for that connection and searching for the truth Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends Jibreel and Allah ta'ala sends Jibreel with iqra bismi rabbik that was the first few words of the revelation Na'am. so and we know iqra read in the name of your lord read for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala another way that we can interpret this if if we say iqra means to empower oneself with knowledge okay. and this is indeed the the way of a muslim Na'am. this is indeed the way of a muslim the prophet encourages us the importance of learning and why we as muslims need to learn and we need to know our deen mm-hmm. and um, the first the outset for that is the quran there is no way of learning about islam uh, from any other source besides the quran that should be our first source Na'am. and then we can consult you know other sources the hadith of rasulullah which is a great explanation of the quran as well um, that that would be from from one side from the other side uh, i would suppose and and i would hope for myself this and for everyone else out there but it is in an effort to create that islamic environment in the home okay. that quranic study flourishes because wherever we would see and we would find alhamdulillah that there are students that had excelled chances are that that child perhaps has another sibling that is also learning quran or that child has a parent that one of the parents or the mother is perhaps not working and uh, that mother or is there for that constant motivation or even if they both are working the mother and the father between themselves they would ensure that they are constantly there interacting with their child in terms of the Quranic development Masha not Allah. only sending the child to the room to go learn the Quran yes. uh, but spending that time and interacting did you uh, recite your lesson let me uh, let me listen no, and I'm and <coughs> and showing that child that they themselves as a parent are trying to interact by sitting with the Quran on their own Allah this is indeed what causes Quran to flourish this is indeed what we will see the the, the blessings and the barakah thereof in our lives and in our homes Amin, Ameen, Ya Rab Indeed, respected listeners Get your children to develop an attachment to Quran Right from the time that they are young And subhanallah, their minds are energetic uh, You know, they have an attraction to so many things Let it not be Bani songs that they sleep at night with But rather the melodious recitation of Quran Respected listeners, let us go for a quick ad break We'll continue when we come back Stay tuned Rahman, Rahman Welcome back, respected listeners. Continuing our discussion with Sheikh Qadi Salim Pek, Hafizahullah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Keep you protected, insha'Allah. So, uh, something itching on our minds, uh, subhanAllah, we're just discussing now. Um, people wanting to memorize the Quran. What advice can Sheikh give them in terms of um, memorizing and also keeping the Quran regularly once they become uh, uh, proficient in it? The only thing to the only answer there is for that is the same answer that my Ustad Rahmallah gave to us, and he would say, "Bacha, bacha, bacha." Subhanallah. As we would translate it, recite, recite, recite every mm. single day of your life. Naam. Make sure that as a hafiz, 
um, not the day goes past where you have not sat and recited a portion of the Quran. No matter how much, no matter how little, no. it is your duty as as a hafiz, and it is our duty, and may Allah Taala grant us to fulfill this duty Ameen. that we should recite the Quran every single day. Actually, in actual fact, it is a duty of a Muslim, no. Muslim hafiz and non non hafiz, no. to have a relationship and a connection to the Quran. Yet that uh, connection is even more emphasized when one has been blessed to have memorized of the verses of the Quran. Subhanallah. Amongst the amongst the students and and while learning. Uh, we tend to get in this mode and uh, this is a, a, it's, a, it's not a bad thing at all to have but what is a student's motivation while he's learning his hiv is that he wants to be as what we will call lanja mm. he wants to be very very solid and thorough in terms of a memorization able to answer and able to recall from any place in the Quran at uh-huh. any p- particular time it's a very very great thing to achieve alhamdulillah and uh, of those huffa that find themselves like that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep their memories that strong uh, until the rest, until the end of their lives um, but what we would tend to find sometimes is that uh, this would even be shaitan's entrance and shaitan's trick on the mm. hafiz where the hafiz would he would say for example okay I know my lesson uh, this means I don't need to revise that particular lesson for today right. and when tomorrow comes I have the next lesson so I can think to myself okay I'm lanja so I don't need to revise the lesson mm. and through this shaitan enters and shaitan would keep on you know making us delay the revision of our lessons until such a time we a week had gone past and two and three weeks had gone past and we had not interacted with our Quran Allah so Allah. you know the advice that I'd like to give to myself and for all the other Huffaz out there and even for all those that want to become Huffaz and for those that want their children to become Huffaz and those that want to you know influence anyone else in their lives to gain a connection to the Quran let us recite Quran every single day of our lives, whether it be from memory, whether it be that we are looking inside the Quran, whether it be that we are listening to it and reciting with while we are driving in our cars Naham. or on your iPod or whatever the case may be. Right. But let us propagate this Quran in such a manner that, you know, it's out there, that we can hear it, that we can see it, that, you know, we are with people that remind us of the Quran. And this is, of course, the best way to, to gain that connection to grant us all that connection to the Quran. Amin. Amin. Ya Rabb, respected listeners, Allah keep our hearts connected to His Kalam, Al Hakim, the most wise, wisest of words. That can be none other than the noble Quran. Insha'Allah. In our final few minutes, respected listeners, I'm sure you are as eager as I am to listen to a few verses of the Quran by our honorable Qari Salim Pik Faliyatafaddal Mashkura. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أقم الصلاة لدلوك الشمس إلى غسق الليل وقرآن الفجر إن قرآن الفجر كان مشهودا وَمِنَ اللَّيْلِ فَتَهَجَّدَ بِهِ نَافِلَةً لَكَ عَسَىٰ أَنْ يَبْعَثَكَ رَبُّكَ مَقَامًا مَحْمُودًا وَقُلْ رَبِّ أَدْخِلْنِي مُدْخَلَ صِدْقٍ وَأَخْرِجْنِي مُخْرَجَ صِدْقٍ وَاجْعَلْ لِي مِنْ لَدُنْكَ سُلْطَانًا نَصِيرًا 
وقل جاء الحق وزهق الباطل إن الباطل كان زهوقا وننزل من القرآن ما هو شفاء ورحمة للمؤمنين ولا يزيد الظالمين إلا خسارا وإذا أنعمنا على الإنسان أعرض ونأى بجانبه وإذا مسه الشر كان يأوسا قل كل يعمل على شاكلته فربكم أعلم بمن هو أهدى سبيلا ويسألونك عن الروح قل الروح من أمر ربي وما أوتيتم من العلم إلا قليلا ولئن شئنا لنذهبن بالذي أوحينا إليك ثم لا تجد ثم لا تجد لك به علينا وكيلا إلا رحمة من ربك إن فضله كان عليك كبيرا قل إن اجتمعت الإنس والجن على أن يأتوا بمثل هذا القرآن لا يأتون بمثله لا يأتون بمثله ولو كان بعضهم لبعض ظهيرا ولقد صرفنا للناس في هذا القرآن من كل مثل فأبى أكثر الناس إلا كفورا صدق الله العظيم صدق الله العلي العظيم جزاك الله خير تيو شيخ قاري سالم بيك for that wonderful rendition subhanallah mind-blowing verses Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just a quick synopsis of one that really touched me وَمِنَ اللَّيْلِ فَتَهَجَّدْ بِهِ نَافِلَةً لَكَ عَسَىٰ أَن يَبْعَثَكَ رَبُّكَ مَقَامًا مَحْمُودًا Respected listeners, you want a lofty praiseworthy place in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala seek to extend your night in his prayer, in optional prayer Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you مَقَامًا مَحْمُودًا you know, this lofty place and no better way, inshallah, to begin our Saturday evening through optional prayer with motivation from our in-studio guest for our next program, Buttaraji Divaji, inshallah. So from myself, Muhammad Sheikh, respected listeners, our producer, sister, Yasmina Peterson, our main man behind the controls, Buta Ismail Philander, and our honorable Qari, Sheikh Salim Peck. We bid you all farewell. Fi amanillah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Rahman, Rahman, Sa'idni, Ya Rahman, Ishrah Sadri Quran, Imla Qalbi Quran, Wa 
ختم وللرضا